Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. What if we fed our hair with the same nourishing ingredients that we feed our bodies? Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, your hungry dew will feel well-fed from the superfood ingredients packed into every bottle of hair food. Every hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oils because your hair does not want to be eating that. So if you're looking to really nourish your hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas con Ganas podcast, we're talking about how to get rid of sloth. So we are on part number four of our seven-part series of discussing the seven deadly sins from the self-improvement perspective. This Very is, interesting. This is, an, this is such an interesting one. I like this one. You like this one? I like Sloth. this one a lot. So if you've been listening to us in the past couple weeks, we've already gone through envy, pride, we did lust last week, and we were supposed to be doing gluttony this week because at the end of the last week's podcast, my husband was like, we're doing gluttony, but. I got lazy, so I said we should do sloth. <laughs> he got lazy, so he <laughs> said we should do sloth. Well, actually, the reason we're doing this one is because this is the one thing that we are struggling really hard with when it comes to our quasi-teenage children. Our tweenagers. Our tweenagers. They're, we have two 12-year-olds going on 13. And, and I told my husband, I'm like, I have so much to talk about sloth for the upcoming episode because the hardest thing, and I don't know if you guys can relate, if you have kids who are teenagers, but hit us up. DM us, make us feel better by letting us know that maybe you're struggling with the same thing. The hardest thing, and my husband and I are constantly in a dialogue of how can we transmit to them this desire yeah, to a get sense of their motivation. shit done. For, sorry, but it's like, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and have that desire. To, Did I shock you right there with my bad word? I felt very shocked. But that's like my frustration right yeah, now. Yeah, I could see that um i'm obviously home more than my husband is <laughs> well that that's you know it's one of these things that as you grow older and you become an adult 
you realize, I mean, if you if you want to make something of your life that you have to go, you're, you're in this constant battle with your own mind. Like, you got to wake up early. You don't feel like it. Hit the snooze button. Don't do it. You know, you got to do that extra whatever it is. The dishes are dirty. There's you're const, It constantly shows up in that there's things that you don't feel like doing and your mind plays you tr- plays tricks on you. So I find that this discussion was really, really revolves around like the ego, the ego mind that that is constantly pushing you to try and take an easy way out. And then your own will, like your free will to be able to go over and above that. Yeah, I don't know if anybody, if any of you guys listen to Mel Robbins. So Mel Robbins has this really incredible, she's a motivator. She has really, a really incredible TED talk called how to stop screwing yourself over. And she talks about how as an adult, you have to start forcing yourself to do things things that you don't want to do. And so when we are teaching our children, it's we're constantly telling them and forcing them to do things that in reality, they would never do if they were raising themselves, like make the bed take a shower after coming back from the park and they're all dirty, brush their teeth, eat their vegetables. Yeah. I mean, the list do their homework. But, but what it, what's really happening, you know, it's a, it's a microcosm of a macrocosm because you're, what you're doing is you're building a mindset of contribution. You're, you're building a mindset of you know, delayed gratification. That's really what it is. And because there are so many things that in that moment, in the moment, that action is not enjoyable, you know, like whatever it is, there's, there's so many examples, but the end product of what you're doing ends up being extremely fulfilling. So I think many times in that, you know, staying with those commitments is where you get that, that sense of fulfillment. And hoping to get things easy or thinking that other people have it just easier than you because they're wealthier or because they, you know, their parents are in this position or whatever have you is that that's the trap. Like that's really the trap. And, and don't get me wrong. You know, there, there are, there are definitely disadvantages in society. There are definitely people that start off um, that, 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 you know, this is not a level playing field, but, you know, working hard to be able to create systems that make it such that there's some level of equality, that's a positive thing. Just blaming everyone that you started off with, with a uh, not as good of a deck of someone else is very unproductive. Well, it's, it's putting yourself in the victim mindset, yeah. which we always talk about. I mean, the podcast, I've talked about this a lot, but it's that, it's that mentality that basically the world happen, the things happen to you and not for you Mm. versus like getting in the pilot seat of your life. And then, and then going after those things that you desire and going them with ganas. I mean, that's the whole, (laughs) yeah, that's, this is a real, this is why I created this podcast to like, for like motivation and, and drive, which is, I think my biggest frustration with my teenage kids right now is like, and I, and, and I literally have this conversation with God. I'm like, how can this be happening? I'm like, if I could inject them and put a chip of ganas into their head, I would do it. And I'm like, and they see their dad too. Like Mark is like, we're both like nonstop, nonstop. And so maybe that it's a little bit harder for us to understand 
when they're not as well, they don't take the self initiative, you know, you know, hopefully one moment it'll just kick in or something. (laughs) It's, it's a process. It's a process. Um, I think that everyone kind of, uh, comes to those realizations in their own time. The, 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 the challenges is that in childhood and in young adulthood, it's like your window of opportunity to make massive gains is very short. And, and those gains that are not capitalized on at that moment in time, it's, it's much more challenging to recoup that in the future. And that being said, I mean. And it's where habits are forming as well. Mm-hmm. And habits are so important. I, I feel sometimes I feel that because for me, by the way, and I'm going to be completely honest. And, you know, in the first episode that we did, which we did at Pride, or we did Envy, we were both sort of talking about confession okay which of the seven sins do we struggle with the most Mm -hmm. at the same time i also like sloth is something that can show up in our lives in any area so we might we might really have a lot of ganas and drive to do one certain thing in our life and then be very slothful or lazy with another aspect of our life and and it's interesting it's that word is is it shows up in different ways it's like it's sometimes it looks like sometimes action in the wrong direction is actually sloth. So, so when what you really had to do was work on that book that you said that you were going to finish, but anyways, what you, what you ended up doing is the dishes. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. That, that is, you know, were you lazy? Well, you were not like sitting around watching television, but you still weren't doing what you had to be doing. Yes. It comes up. Like, I think what you're trying to nail it, it, is basically sometimes sloth shows up as procrastination. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, whew, I mean, so many of us are like guilty as charged where it might not be that we're not doing something, we're doing something, but we're not necessarily doing the thing that's the priority at that very moment. Yeah, or the thing that you said you were going to do or you plan on doing. Yes, ouch, yes. Yeah. Um, another thing where it shows up is just carelessness. So we might be doing that thing that we said we were going to do, but we're not necessarily doing it with our hearts mm. all there. You know, when you just sort of do it half-assed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? To get it over to with. To get it over with. Yeah. I mean, and that can even show up when, you know, when, when you're cooking a meal. Yep. Like, are you showing up fully cooking a meal or are you doing it with, like, resentment mm. and without wanting to? Yeah, that's that's good. That's That's very on point. And I think that, um, you know, the saying that, that, that fits perfectly in that is el flojo trabaja doble. Yes. And I catch myself with that one. Like, I mean, and it, it's I say that all the time, but let's translate. If oh, anybody's mm-hmm. listening to this, that doesn't know what that means in Spanish, there's a saying that means that the lazy person works twice as hard. Mm-hmm. And I got to go. No, he learned this from, from me. Cause this is one of my favorite sayings it's, for my children. It's a good one. Cause I always have them. I always remind them because they always want to take the easy way. Not always, but many times. And then they end up having to do double, double the work. work. And I'm like, el flojo trabaja doble. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't think something through and you don't have your intention set and you're not doing it in a wholehearted manner, oftentimes it takes you twice as long. Because- yeah. Or like, have you ever been in the kitchen? Like, this has happened to me where you're like too lazy to take out the things that are in front of what you need. And so you reach your hand in and then you pull that thing out and then you break something and mm. you end up having to clean after <laughs> yourself. 
Yep. It's like, you know, it's because, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. because, because it's, we were it's being incredible. lazy, you know, yeah. you didn't remove what you needed to remove. And it's like that in a lot of things, even in, in dentistry and what I do, um, there's very, very many instances where it's like you, you do something, you, you know, you prepare something a certain way. And you're like, you know what, maybe I should change this. And if you say, if in that moment, you don't just switch gears and say, okay, listen, I gotta, I gotta switch this because it's not working. Then the whole procedure, you're just struggling and you're struggling and you're struggling. And you're like, man, if I had just done this right the first time, I wouldn't have struggled through this whole thing. It's, it's almost, it goes with like this, this concept called the sunken loss fallacy. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. No. Yeah. The sunk loss fallacy, sunken or sunk. One of those. Um, <laughs> we're too it, tired right it, now. It, <laughs> we're being slothful. No, we're not actually. No, we're actually, being we're the not. opposite of slothful. I know. It's like this super is... late at night. We want to sleep and we're here doing there the podcast. Engaged. <laughs> Engaged. Committed. No, but um, what, what's interesting is that it's like sometimes you double down on the on your laziness. <laughs> you know, like oh, you gosh. double down on your bad move. Like you, you know that you should have first. The first thing you should have done is reorganize the thing. And then instead you're like doing it half backwards and then you're doubling down on doing it half backwards as you know, it's taking you twice as long, but you're too lazy to, to take a step back, either redo it from the beginning, you know, you just keep fumbling it along. And sometimes it's even like that in relationships, sloth, sloth can it show shows up, up anywhere. In, it shows up in a way that you're avoiding a conversation. So you keep dragging this like, crappy relationship along or you keep dragging this resentment along or you keep dragging this you know you're not you're not saying things you're not being clear from the get-go with regards to something that happened or something that's bothering you so you're stuck in this like too lazy to say something but um you know not courageous enough to to confront it because that has to do with what we also read about sloth is that it's basically trying to always be comfortable staying inside our comfort zone, which is interesting because out of all the other concepts, I feel like sloth is the one that self-improvement, self-help and self-development really tries to help us yeah. with. It really tries to teach us that life actually begins outside our comfort zone yep. or those things that we really desire. They're all in the outside our comfort zone arena. But, but you, All those things that we really want. You know what's really interesting? What? is that as a human being, like outside the context of this, this life of, you know, community and convenience, like take it back to like hunter gatherer style, like your goal was to be comfortable. Like <laughs> your, your goal was literally give me these berries. Let me get this thing. Let me kill that thing. And then let me cook it so I could eat and just have peace and not have something trying to eat me. <laughs> and then like now you could, push a button and get like pizza delivered to your house. You don't have to do anything for it. And you're fighting that original instinct of like, of like a certain sense of security. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. So it's like, it's interesting because like, you know, God, the universe, like it's very clear that, that as human beings, we have a very, we have a, a large creative impact on this, on this world. Um, I mean, you know, other animals, other species have had a, a very significant impact, but we're really kind of shaking things up on this planet. So so it, it's odd that we're dealing with this dualism of like, we're here and we have to do something. But our minds are like, 
ah, no, it'd be really nice to do nothing <laughs> <laughs> or to do something like just for yourself. Yes. You know, like, let me just like, and, 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 and oftentimes we fool ourselves in our goals. It's like, when I have a ton of money, I'm going to do nothing. And you look at people with a ton of money and they're doing a ton of things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like yes. they're doing way more than they did when they didn't have, you know what I mean? Like well, it's, with more money comes more responsibility. So it, yeah, people have this idea that, yeah, they'll, they'll just win the lottery. But then there's people that win the lottery that don't really have a purpose to go along with the lottery money that they won. They get lost. Yeah. Because I feel in a weird spiritual way, it's like we need like industry mm -hmm. and discipline. And we think we don't want it. And we think it's just going to be like, ugh. But in reality, when we step into that, we step into our purpose, we start becoming more active. We start doing more, yeah. we're creating more. We're when, like you said, it's basically to offer more to the world. Mm -hmm. And then we end up actually working harder. And we realize that when we work hard, it actually makes us feel proud of ourselves. Yeah. Like think of the thing, mamacita, that makes you feel the proudest, like something you've accomplished. Pride yep. in the good way, because we've already talked about pride in the, <laughs> in the negative way. But think of something that you've done and accomplished in your life that you feel like really proud of yourself for. Okay, mamacita, hold that thought. Now, a word from our sponsor. Here's an inspired idea. What if we fed our hair with the same nourishing ingredients that we feed our bodies? I've been using clean, simple, kitchen-crafted recipes from hair food and have seen amazing results. Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, your hungry do will feel well-fed from the superfood ingredients packed into every bottle of hair food. Oh, and did I mention the scents? Everything from coconut milk and chai spice to refreshing tea tree and lavender water. They're all so different and they all smell so good. Every hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oils because your hair does not want to be eating that. So if you're looking to nourish your hair, really nourish it, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. You will always be accompanied with hard work. Uh, agreed. Right? And, and, and it's interesting. Like you say that the, the lottery mentality, I, I have two things to say about that. The first would be the idea that, you know, winning a lottery, that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> winning the lottery would be great. Um, but, but in, you could go live in Bali for a, a year. There you go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but on the same token, I mean, if I were to tell you, okay, you know, I will gift you or give you uh, a marathon medal, you'd just be like, that's that doesn't do anything for me. I mean, it's the end result of accomplishing something really exciting and really difficult and really difficult. But that that thing has no value if you haven't gone through all the hardships that were required yeah. to go through it. Somebody tells me I'm going to give you an Oscar. For yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I don't want an Oscar for nothing. Exactly. I want to be able to get the role, do my part, do the role and then get. Yeah. Feel proud and, of myself for doing it. And it's interesting because that 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 mental shortcut that one will oftentimes take in saying, if I had money, then I would do X. And it's like, OK, but. 
can you structure your life in a way that you could do some of X right now? Oh, no, but it's too complicated. It's too hard. I have kids. I have a job. I have this. I have that. Okay, well, then you don't really want it because you're on this life. You're on this planet for another, let's say, you know, 50 years or whatever have you, depending on your, your age. And you're having these conversations saying it's impossible for me to do what I really, really, really want to do, given the limited amount of time that you really have on this planet. Those are all like those lazy shortcuts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And mostly now, because like, if you think about it, we live in an age where we can look up anything online, like anything. Mm -hmm. I talked to my French brother what, two weeks ago. So I have this I have this French family that I lived with for a year in France. So. My French brother, Simon, I was talking to him and he was talking to me about all the renovations he was doing in his house and how he was doing this. And he was doing that. And he told me that right now he's learning how to work steel metals. Like it's the art of. How do you call that when you kind of join metals together and you soldering you, soldering? Mm -hmm. And I go, wow, are you taking a class? How are you learning this? He's like, Val, YouTube. I'm like, oh, oops. YouTube. I was like, oh my God, we can learn anything yep. online. It's brilliant. So it's no longer, we can no longer use, I don't know how to do it as an excuse. If you think about it, like people back then, they used to say, oh, oh, you know, I, I wish I had money to take a language class because I would love to learn Greek or I would learn to love to learn Russian or whatever. Now we have apps that you yep. can get for free on our phones and we can learn the language, but it's all about getting rid of that sloth that laziness mm -hmm. because at the end of the day that's what really holds us back yep like 99.9 percent .9 of the time <laughs> it's the mentality of not stepping into doing something that's a little bit more uncomfortable than what you're used to so say your usual habit is you come home you turn on netflix you you know grab whatever's in the cupboard you have you know, a big bunch of those and then you have a tv dinner and then you fall asleep and kind of breaking away from that cycle is very uncomfortable. I will say something. I think I've discovered a little trick. So here's the exercise for my mamacitas. Maybe, maybe uh, I'm going to tell you about it. I'm excited. So I want you to think of an area, because this is the exercise for sloth. I want you to think of an area in your life where you feel discontent, mm -hmm. whatever it is, whether it's work or your personal relationship, or relationship with your children, whatever it is. And that's usually where sloth is doing its deed. deed. Because that's where we need to put in the work. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. Like when, you know, when something in work isn't functioning, it's where we need to put our attention. When it's something in our relationship that's not working, that's where we need to work. And it's very easy, obviously, to point the finger at somebody else. Mm. But when you really realize that any of the areas in your life where whatever area it is that you're discontent with, it's really where you need to put in your effort and your care. That's interesting. It's right? interesting because if, 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 yeah, because if you were to say, okay, well, you know, I'm having a hard time with um, my relationship with my brother. I'm having a hard time with my relationship with my boss. I'm having a hard time with my relationship with my wife. And it's like, okay, well, the common theme in those three relationships is really you so so the only the only person that can really take action and obviously some people say well my brother's like this my mom's like that my sister's like this but if you're looking at it from that perspective and only from the perspective that 
they're the ones that need to change in order for this to work. Well, then you're already creating the impediment. There's then it's impossible for it to work because you're giving the power of that relationship working to them. So it's, it's sloth is also um, sloth is also, in my opinion, taking on a belief system that best suits you and it's convenient for you. So it's, it's not only in the doing or not doing, it's literally, it's the way you're thinking. It's you're choosing to think in a way that's comfortable. Like it, it might be comfortable for you to write off your mom because she's a this and she's a that and whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with her. I don't want to talk to her anymore. But in reality, that's, that's the lazy way out because you only have one mom and, you know, she did give birth to you and she's only going to be around for so long. And the only thing that's going to happen when she's gone is regret if you've never really stepped into that relationship. So, so sloth is oftentimes looked at as like, oh, chilling on the couch, watching Netflix, but in the chilling on the couch, watching Netflix, you're escaping those moments that you could be sharing with, with your loved ones or, or kind of stepping into those uncomfortable conversations that you, it might be better for you to be having. Yeah. Or maybe you do need to be sitting down and watching Netflix because your wife and your husband wants you to do that with them, but instead you're busy trying to find out other things to do so that you don't have to sit with them and face being with them. Cause mm. I think right now just to be with somebody takes effort. Oh my God. Because yeah, when we're you go so to like a, yeah. distracted yes. that we're being slothful with our relationships. You, oh, you were talking good. about relationships. Yes. We're being slothful, slothful with our relationships because it's so much easier to text people superficially and never really start a relationship never really go on a date, never really get out there and put yourself out there to the point where you might get your heart broken. Mm -hmm. And it's so much more convenient, even sex. People are sexting more than they're having sex in reality because they're so late. It's, it's like it's this laziness to put yourself outside of comfort. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, yeah. And of course, we are all we, we don't want to be our, we don't want to get our hearts broken. But it takes effort to be in a relationship and to just be with a person. Mm -hmm. So much easier to grab the phone, look at, look through Facebook and Instagram and Twitter because it could just distract. Yeah. Yeah. It's really stepping into a moment and thinking, okay, what can I contribute in this moment? Like what, like, you know, if, if you have that spiritual view of the world, it's like, how can, how can you know, you like God or the universe, or how can you be connected in this moment? Like in, in this presence with this other human being, how can, where, where is, you know, how have his will, her will go through me? Like that, that's where, that's where that connected, connectedness lies. It's, it's, it's taking a moment. That's where the prayer meditation and so on kind of comes into place is that is kind of getting back in sync with your your position in this in the big burp in the big picture so that's that and 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 that oftentimes or or in some instances requires for you to be uncomfortable oh absolutely absolutely but good news i think there's two solutions to sloth in anything okay okay number one I think the first solution to sloth is going above and beyond. 
mm. with whatever you're facing. So if it's like, you know, right now, because I was talking about the children in the beginning and the teenagers, I know I have to pour in a lot more energy there because it needs it, right? I'm feeling as a mother that like, oh my gosh, my presence is being really needed. Although I feel like I'm being taken for granted. <laughs> you know, sometimes I wish we could go back in time to that to that space when they were eight years old and they needed me so much. But right now it's like everything is a rebellion. Still, I know that my teenagers need me. So I need to go above and beyond in terms of trying to communicate to them, really trying to be um, their sphere of influence, mm. a sphere of influence. So going above and beyond. And number two is raising our standards with wherever we are struggling. Like always raising our standards because it's very easy to fall into sloth when we just sit back and we don't go above and beyond. We just kind of put it to, to other people to do their part, but we don't put our part. Mm. And we kind of just try to go for average instead of like extraordinary. Mm. And if we have low standards, then we're never actually going to do anything. So I feel like those two things are the cure for sloth. That's good. I, I like that. Right? Amen to that. Amen to that, mamacita. <laughs> so think about those areas in your life where you're unhappy. And then you know what? That's where you got to pour in the love, pour in the action, pour in the ganas. Even though probably when you think about it, you're going to be like, that's the place where I least want to go. That's the place where I least want to. That's the thing I least want to confront. That's the thing I really don't want to do. What, whatever it is, it's, it's indicative of where we need to put our industry and our effort and our ganas y echarle pichol. <laughs> that's great advice. I like that. So, I like that. That's, so that's all for this week on sloth. We're going to go be sloths right now and go to bed because it's quite late. <laughs> <laughs> But do the exercises and let us know. What do you think of this seven-part series? I think these conversations have been really, really interesting eye opening because because instead of taking the perspective of morality of what's right or what's wrong, it's really what works in our life and what doesn't work in our life. So join the conversation, go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 89. Let us know your thoughts. Where do you struggle with your ganas and your drive and your effort and your, and your care? Where do you need to pour in all that effort that you know you need to, you might not want to, but you still know you do. <laughs> that you need to and uh yeah let us know till next time besitos ciao hey it's valentina espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast if you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way i'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on itunes or wherever you listen to us Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote. Don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.
What if we fed our hair with the same nourishing ingredients that we feed our bodies? Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, your hungry do will feel well fed from the superfood ingredients packed into every bottle of hair food. Every hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oils because your hair does not want to be eating that. So if you're looking to really nourish your hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target.